Hello there, welcome to this week's Bet McLean Football Show. This week we come from Titanic Belfast where I'm hosting the Ulster Footballer of the Year Awards 2019. This room will be filled with the great and the good of the Northern Ireland footballing community. We'll get to speak to as many people as we possibly can on this week's show and also we'll see who'll be crowned the Ulster Footballer of the Year. So here we are, Biko, backstage at the Ulster Football of the Year Awards. It's always an exciting evening. This is a fantastic evening. It's one of the most prestigious awards events in Northern Ireland, sport. And I can't wait to see who's going to win it, Pete, and we'll find out in a few hours. But the candidates this year have had immense seasons. Oh, they have done, and we'll catch up with them very, very shortly. It's been a big, big week. Um, Ards have survived to a point, and, and Yuri, uh, unfortunately, are playing championship football next year. Yes, we have to say farewell to Newry, where the Premiership is concerned. Ultimately, Pete, they just didn't do enough. I have a lot of time for Darren Mullen and the job he has done there to get Newry to this stage. But in the last few games, um, they didn't win any of them. And um, it cost them. In contrast, Ards did win games. They picked up eight points out of their last 12, Pete. That's a phenomenal effort. And fair play to Warren Feeney. I mean, a lot of people... Uh, questioned him taking the job in the first place. Although he's going to be in a playoff right now, you know, he's showing his pedigree. Stage one has been completed successfully. Now he has to think about stage two. That will be a playoff against Carrick or Portadown. Carrick and Portadown face each other on Tuesday night. And that's going to be a tasty encounter, let me tell you, because Carrick lost in the playoffs last season. And um, Niall Curry, who is the Carrick manager, used to manage Portadown. And uh, Matthew Tipton, we'd love to get one over on him. And then it's Ards against one of those two. Ards will be favourites. They're the top flight team. And it's a really quick turnaround for the championship sides. This playoff is heavily weighted, in my opinion, towards the premiership side. And I feel Ards should have more than enough to come through. And have Ards discovered a new hero? 16-year-old Jonah Heron. What a story this is, Pete. He wasn't even supposed to be playing um, from the start on Saturday, but one of the Ards players got injured in a warm-up, and then Warren Feeney decided to throw the kid in. And um, 21 minutes into his debut, this schoolboy from Regent in Newton Ards goes and scores one of the most important goals in the club's history. And it's fantastic for him because he's come through the system at Ards. He's been there for 10 years. He's a lifelong fan, and um, for me... Having watched him, he's a composed young character with a lot of talent. I think he's got a bright future ahead. Uh, talking of players who perhaps shouldn't have been playing, an administrative error for David Cushley going onto the pitch against Balamina. And does that put in question whether or not he'll play in the Irish Cup final? No, it certainly shouldn't. Um, uh, and David Cushley will be an important member of the Crusaders team. What could happen is Crusaders could lose the points for that match. But um, the powers that be are going to have to sort that one out. It's lucky in many respects, Pete, that the crusaders Balamina match was a dead rubber. Balamina had already qualified for Europe, and I'm just happy that um, there wasn't too much riding on it. We should mention as well, by the way, a young 15-year-old, Charlie Allen, who made his debut for Linfield at the weekend. He will play for the Northern Ireland senior team in the future. Mark my words, this guy is sensational. Uh, Irish Cup final weekend this weekend. Obviously, we previewed it on last week's show. I'm very excited about it. And will Harry McConkey just do his bit and, and really make this a final in terms of his team selection and his tactics? 
The first 30 minutes, Pete, in the final are going to be absolutely huge. Ballon Mallard can't go behind then. If they do, Crusaders have got the class and the skills to pay the bills and win that cup with ease. So the first half an hour will be crucial. If it's still nil-nil after that, well, Ballon Mallard have got a shot. But I still fancy Crusaders to win it. I tipped them, as you know, Pete, from January when the competition started in earnest. And I'm not... Um, going against them now. So Crusaders to win the Cup, but Ballon Mallard fans to enjoy a wonderful day out. Uh, we're obviously waiting uh, for the Irish Cup final result to, to work out exactly which teams are going to be in, in the playoffs, whether it's going to be four teams or five teams. What we do know is Glentoran are there. Glentoran made it. Um, they beat Institute, so they got the job done. That's what Mick McDermott wanted to do whenever he came in as manager, and you have to give them credit for that. It looks, if my prediction is right, that Crusaders will beat Ballon Mallard. It looks as if Glentorn will be away to Glenavon. That is going to be a cracking encounter. I have to pay tribute to Glenavon. They have had a roller coaster season, Pete. They started off brilliantly and they've ended it brilliantly. The middle, they took a dip, but perhaps understandable because they lost Chris Lindsay, a key coach for them, to Dungannon. Paul Miller also left. He's away at Glentorn and they lost them um, a couple of crucial players and Mark Sykes and Ben Doherty so Gary Hamilton deserves a, 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 clap, a pat on the back for doing the business for Glenavon. The other um, playoff match will see Cliftonville against Coleraine and that is going to be a good one too. The playoffs are always exciting and you know what once you reach this, this stage it's 50-50 it really is um, but if you're asking me now I'd probably say Glenavon against Cliftonville in the final. Still so much football to look forward to even at the tail end of the season but tonight it's all about the Ulster Footballer of the Year award and we will have the overall winner with us on the show in a little while but before all that let's chat to the six nominees. Great to be with Jordan here. Jordan to me you're one of the unsung heroes of the Irish League so what does it mean to you to be nominated tonight for the Ulster Footballer of the Year award? No it's great um to be honest, I thought they got it wrong. I thought that we were going to say Jordan Stewart. <laughs> but uh, I know I'll, I'll come delighted, you know. I've, sort of, I've grew up watching Irish League all my life and just to be nominated, it's, just, it's an honour, you know, so I'm just delighted. And you've won everything at Crusaders bar the Irish Cup. So how much are you looking forward to that? Oh, it's massive for us on Saturday. Um, it's massive for everybody at the club. Um, it's, it's a way for us to get into Europe as well, which is huge for the club as well. But um, I've known a personal I'm, I'm, I'm can't wait, you know, it's just a big game that I've always looked forward to as a boy and uh, we'll just go into Saturday and it's going to be a tough game, I know that, but uh, we'll look forward to it. Are you fearful in case it goes to penalties because Ballon Mallard have got a, an amazing record in the competition in the shootout this season? If it goes that far, we'll, we'll be confident, you know, we've, we've been practising ourselves and that's just the way, if that's the way it's to go, that's the way it's to go, but um, hopefully we can do it in the 90 minutes or 120, but uh, it's going to be a great day on Saturday and everybody at Crusaders is looking forward to it. So you'll fancy taking a penalty? Oh, uh, yes, I'll always back myself to take one, so but, well, that's whether Stevie lets me or not, <laughs> but I'll definitely take one. Good man, enjoy tonight. Cheers, thanks very much, thank you. Jimmy Callagher is with us. Jimmy, you've had a fantastic season. Scoring goals, keeping them out. Tell us about it. I know it's going to be a good year. Um, you know, we're, we finished up League Champions, which was our objective at the start of the season. So um, they finally get over the line. We're, we're delighted with that. But on a personal side, um, yeah, I say scoring goals, it's, it's, it's get easy with the delivery that we have in the box from Al Quinn and Kirk Miller and the other boys. But, um, you know, most importantly, I'm... Um, I'm more proud of the clean sheets we've kept rather than the goals. And what about playing under David Healy? What's that like? It's good. You know, he's um, he's been good for me. You know, personally, from he came to the club, 
I've played a lot of games under him and maybe previous managers I didn't play you know as much but um, from his come in he's, he's, he's given me my place and told me if I play well I'll stay in the team and I've seen to do that so um, you know I'm just um, he's done very well this year and as well as the team. And how much Jimmy are you looking forward to being back in the Champions League? Yeah well just you know I'm looking for, more forward to a break than, than the Champions League right now but um, you know if we can we'll get a bit of a break and we'll go back on pre-season and um, get going again. Good man thank you very no much. Worries. Um, Chris, great to see you. Um, congratulations on a stellar season, and we've still got the Irish Cup to come. You must be excited. Yeah, buzzing for Saturday. Um, it's been a tough season, long one, but it's good, good to end, uh, have a thing on Saturday. Yeah, and you've had a great season yourself, and some crucial goals at, at crucial times, being in the County Andrew Shield final and the semi-final of the Irish Cup. Uh, they must have been special moments. Yeah, of course. Scoring any time is good, but you no, know, it's just all about winning trophies and. Gives us, gives us the best opportunity on Saturday and hopefully we can go and do it. It's, it's unbelievable it's 10 years since Crusaders won an Irish Cup and I know there's a lot of boys in that squad are just busting for Saturday to come along and fingers crossed for you boys, um, you'll do it. Yeah, well, it's, it's in the jury, um, it's the only trophy I'm sort of missing. So, yeah, and the loyal boys are buzzing as well, you know, it's a big occasion, biggest day of the season, you know, Cup. Um, you're nominated for Ulster Footballer of the Year. What does that mean to you? It's a shock, to be honest. <laughs> but, yeah, just to be in amongst the names, you know, it's brilliant. Good lad. Well, listen, enjoy your night tonight. Maybe speak to you later on. Thank you. Adam, great to have you along with us this evening. Great occasion, this. And you have had a great season. What's been your highlight? Um, highlight, I'd say, it's probably just probably the run we went on. Um, as a team, they're sort of in around the Christmas uh, period. I'm not, I'm not sure of the exact figures, but I think it might have been 17, 18 unbeaten, and, or unbeaten, and there was a good one streak in there. So I think that's probably uh, looking back. That's some of the some of the best memories I had through the year. So that was that was a great times. And you've qualified for Europe. You've never played in Europe. So how much are you looking forward to that? That's going to be a great experience for you. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm a bit late to the party of that, so that's going to be a new experience for me and something I'm really looking forward to. So um, we're patiently waiting now to see the draw and see where we go. So it's yeah, it's exciting times. And Ballymena, it just seems to be a club that's on the up. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Um, just well, hopefully we can we, we can build in this season that we've had. I think we've probably surprised a few um, outside of our camp. So I think if we can uh, have a good summer and get a good preseason and try and build on it, it'll be I think it'll be um, it'll be a success. And on Saturday. You've got a special date. I believe you're going to go to the Irish Cup final. Yeah, I'm going to go along and uh, try and support the old club, the Mallards. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a brilliant occasion for them and I don't think anyone would expect them to be there. So, fingers crossed they can grab it with both hands and give it a good go and uh, see, see what they can do. Do you really think they've got a, a shot at winning because it would be one of the biggest shocks in the history of football here? Yeah, well, I think they're going to be massive underdogs, but you know, that might be a tag they might relish. And, um, I think on paper, if you look at the two teams, obviously Crusaders are going to be massive favourites there, but I suppose football's not really played on paper, so I suppose they'll go and they know they've got nothing to fear and just give it their all, so hopefully they can do it. Good stuff, Adam. Enjoy the day. Thanks very much. Jimmy, congratulations. Our state champions yet again. How many medals is that you've got now? Um, seven leagues. Seven leagues. Unbelievable. Um, it's been a wonderful season for you as well, considering you were injured for so much of last season. You must have been pleased to come through this season the way you did. No, definitely, Pete. Um, I think last year, you know, for myself and for everybody, was was a disaster. Um, but I think, um, as I've said many times, the way we've bounced back um, and recovered from that, 
Um, we've, we've done magnificently well. Um, the, to win the league, you know, with, with games to spare, um, it's been a long time since Limfield we, we've done that and um, it was great to sort of enjoy the, the final stages um, of the league and um, and it was good as well, you know, obviously because, you know, towards the end, younger boys, you know, got, got game time and experience, um, you know, to, to, to play in the first team, um, which will hopefully then set them up, you know, moving forward the next season. Great for you and the players, but a, a word must go to the manager because he's had a stellar season, hasn't he? Absolutely. Um, I said, you know, that this season, I've said during the season that um, we have all learnt um, from our mistakes last year and... You know when things went wrong for ourselves, and um, as I say, you know the way that that, that David has um, run things um, along with Ross and and, and Darren, um, we've, they've been a great team. Um, they've certainly guided us in a in a really really positive and professional manner. And um, I think you know it's not a coincidence, you know, that we've kept so many clean sheets because. We work so hard on that in training and um, you know the training all the year along with Ricky McCann with the conditioning parts of it um, as I say just as a team um, and the backroom staff it's been magnificent. We're here at the Ulster Football of the Year Awards and you've won this before it's a special accolade isn't it? Of course it is um, you know this in the football writers you know it's it's the individual awards you know that the people look to you know that they would they would like to win um, you know, at the at the end of a really really tough season, um, and you know to be a nominee uh, again, it's you know it, it is special and um, something that I'm, I'm proud of. You've been a stalwart in the midfield all season. I think it's fair to say the boys miss you when you're not there. Congratulations on your nomination for tonight, and enjoy the evening. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, um, Jim. You secured second place. I'm sure the sweat's off now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Obviously, as the weeks were going by, you were sort of looking over your shoulder at Glen Adam Crusaders breathing down our necks but eventually we got over the line after a, a thrilling 4-3 victory over Glen Adam. You know the whole season David Jeffrey was playing it down about your title hopes but as the weeks went on and you were up there with Linfield at one point you must have believed. Uh, well be foolish to say that we didn't believe because I think when, when you're sort of in the position that we wore uh, getting into single figures of the league the games to play you're, you're sort of thinking you're dreaming to yourself what if but Linfield being Linfield, you know, they're clinical and they're crucial when they need to be. And, and eventually they, they got themselves over the line, the disappointment of ourselves and letting it slip so close. But I think when you look at the league tables, as I've said all along, it never lies. Linfield are so strong when they need to be. And, and they got themselves the, the league championship and with, with plenty of games to go. The league is so competitive now. I mean, um, you're flying the flag for the fact that whenever you leave a team like the Blues, it's not the end of your career. No, it's not, and you know, it is hard. Don't get me wrong, but I firmly believe that whenever I left Limfield and, and went and joined Ballymena under Glen, that the club could go places. Uh, and you know, I've been, I've won a lot of trophies at Limfield, but I've also won quite a few at, at Ballymena now as well. And to finish second in the league this year, I think for the third time in the club's history and the first in 30 years, it's an impeccable achievement. You know, but I think the signs are there that when, when we're so disappointed and letting it slip. Uh, the challenge to Linfield, sorry, letting it slip so close uh, towards the end of the season. But, you know, it's still an incredible achievement for a club like Ballymena and, and we're all desperately proud of what we've done this year. And, you know, we'll have a couple of weeks break now and, and then get ourselves ready and round to go for next year again. Absolutely. And European football back in. You must be excited about that. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think for a club like Ballymena, two years ago we went to Norway and it was an incredible, you know, it was an incredible trip. Supporters loved it. And it gives you that wee bit of buzz about the 
about the town again, you know, and we had a, we had a good day, although we lost the game on Saturday to Crusaders, we had a really good day, it was a kind of family day around the club and the supporters are so excited now for this European trip and, and we look forward to the draw come the 11th of June. And uh, nominee for this year's Ulster Footballer of the Year Awards, just goes to show you're getting better with age. <laughs> yeah, well, so, peop- <laughs> so people keep telling me, Pete. No, I'll be honest with you, when you look at the, the names that have won this trophy in the past and you see the nominations here tonight, it's an absolute honour and, and a privilege to be amongst those sort of nominated and it came as a, a quite a big shock to me if I'm being truthfully honest with you. Uh, when you look at the past winners, it's incredible of what they've achieved in the Irish League so to be up for nomination tonight it's great but I think when you look at any of the, the other five lads that's in the lineup too, you know, you can go through each and every one and they all deserve it in their own right so... You know, whoever wins it tonight, they, they, they truly deserve it. Well, congratulations on the nomination and enjoy your evening. Thanks very much. Uh, Glen Avon manager uh, Gary Hamilton joins us. Um, it's been a mixed season for you, Gary, but certainly the, the, the last part of the season, you boys have been on fire. Yeah, it's been a decent season. As I say, last year we finished third and when we come back this season, the start of the season, we lost, obviously, Bobby Burns to Hearts and then obviously we lost Mark Sice Christmas. We lost Sammy Clingham at the start of the season. We lost Simon Kelly. We lost Andrew Doyle through injury. Um, we lost a lot of players. And your backroom team? And backroom team as well. Obviously, Chris Lindsay moved on, and obviously, Paul Miller moved on a couple of weeks ago as well. So it was hard for us, it was tough for us. But, you know, one thing I'll have to do is commend the players because at the end of the day, when they cross the white line, it's up to them. Like, I can do whatever I want to do, but whenever they cross the white line, it's up to them to get the results and get the, the performances in. And, and to be fair to them, each the man have done it. A young Caelan Marin's up for an award tonight. He's had a good season? Yeah, he's, he's a smasher. To be fair to him, like he's a he's a good kid. Um, he's a great player, and in my opinion, he's he's got the potential to be another Bobby Burns and a Mark Sykes. And I hope he does it. I hope he moves on to better things. But at the end of the day, while he's here, we'll we'll make the best of him. Playoff time? Are you excited? Yeah, it's 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 one of them ones. You know, obviously, if we were in any other league in the world, we'd be in Europe already. But unfortunately, it's not that way. And you know, there's Wales and there's Northern Ireland do the playoff system, and it's one of them things. It's it's a catch-22 um, because we all know form goes out the window in one-off games and as I say, we could be the ones that are on the wrong side of the result, but hopefully not. You enjoying yourself this evening? Yeah, it's been a brilliant night. Really, really good night. Tom Amelison, good to speak to you. Good luck in the playoffs. Cheers, thanks. Great to have David Jeffrey here, Balamini United manager. David, you've had a wonderful season. You've qualified for Europe. Congratulations. What does that mean to you? means an awful lot, massive amount, uh, Stephen. At the start of the year, you know, Brian and I set our targets. It was to consolidate being a top six club, having done that the previous two seasons, and was to give ourselves opportunity of having a crack at Europe. And the icing on the cake was going to be getting into Europe, qualifying for Europe. Um, to do it in the manner in which we have done so has been phenomenal. We're, we're walking about here tonight like two Cheshire cats, and having spoken to you privately, you know that sort of a 10 weeks of the season ago uh, in conversation and people were saying very kind things about us challenging for the league. And even way back then, I said, if someone would give me automatic second place and qualification for Europe, you know, we would take it. And that's where Brian and I are. That's where our heads were at. So to eventually and, and finally get the job done uh, on Tuesday night past against Glenavon was, was tremendous. Some people have suggested, David, that this is your greatest managerial feat. What would you say to that? Brian and I actually have taken opportunity for the first time ever to really reflect on, on the journey that we've been on and what has been achieved this year. Um, and resource-wise, uh, what the club and what the players have achieved is, is absolutely phenomenal. 
Um, at Linfield there was an expectation and we had many, many happy times and, and thoroughly enjoyed some phenomenal success. But I think the measure of this is that we did the unexpected. No one thought we would be anywhere near where, where we were. And I think that being the case, that has given us great personal satisfaction. Um, so it is tremendously, tremendously enjoyable. Knowing you, you're already looking towards next season. Next season's going to be incredible in the Irish League, isn't it? Because you've got Larne coming up, the potential mm. for Glentoran to come back in a big way. Yourselves, Linfield, Coleraine, Cliftonville, Glenavon. Um, uh, it's going to be one heck of a season. It's, I think how the game has progressed locally has been fantastic. And, you know, the way that it has progressed, Stephen, is you look at Crusaders and you look at Glenavon and look at Coleraine and look at Cliftonville, how, you know, appearances in Europe can bring much-needed revenue, uh, resources, allows you to, you know, to strengthen each year. Um, we, at the moment, are just actually enjoying the moment and enjoying being second, enjoy automatically qualifying for Europe. But Brad and I are under absolutely no illusion you know, the, the, the size of the challenge you know, next year. In our first full season, we were fourth. We won the, the European final playoff. We got ourselves into Europe. We won the League Cup. That was fantastic. The second year, we, we maintained being a top six tie, side. With the League Cup final again, the County Antrim Shield. And we are set, but we didn't progress just as much as we thought. Um, and, and where we're at at the moment is, can we repeat what we have done this year? Um, it's going to be mightily tough. You know, you, you think of remarkably Gary Hamilton's Glenavon, who who have come third uh, this year. You think of the number of players that have gone on to further their career, and congratulations to Glenavon and obviously to the players involved. But no one dropped the bar for Gary. No one dropped the bar. You think of the, of the players that left Crusaders. No one dropped the bar. For, for, for Crusaders in terms of saying in, in, in this analysis you know then this is more acceptable the demands are there and, and so with with achievement becomes greater expectation Brian and I know exactly what that will will be like next year um, for now we're enjoying this year but we'll think about next year very shortly Final question you know all about winning the Irish Cup Crusaders against Balna Mallard I know you're very friendly with Stephen Baxter and Harry McConkey is one of your great friends in yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. How do you see that one going, David? Uh, briefly, Stephen, the long and short of it is unless we have um, a shock that is alongside Carrick Rangers beating Linfield, you know, I really can't see anything outside of Crusaders winning. Um, the simple facts are, and it's not because they're a top Premiership club and, 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 and because of the resources. You look at the run that they, they went on. You know, they had to go to Linfield. Um, phenomenal, you know, phenomenal. Um, they obviously played against themselves. Um, they then had Coleraine. Um, and beat Glentorn before that. Glentorn, and as I've been told many many a time, the team, if, if Glentorn are beaten, and the team that beat, has beaten Glentorn, they go on to win the, the, the Irish Cup. So stats and performances all along the road. From a very, very personal point of view, the day that we played Crusaders uh, in, in the Irish Cup and they beat us 3-0, it was a freakish day with regards to, to weather and to uh, the conditions. Billy Joe scored one of the most audacious goals with a lot of assistance from the wind. But there was a steely focus that day, a real steely focus from Crusaders, as if they had realised that maybe the league wasn't going to be for them this year. So we now need to make sure we land a trophy. 
um, and uh, the, it was it was a. It's not that they were any more professional than any other time, you know. It, it, you know, but there was just something extra about them that day. Now, for Balna Mallard to be able to take that on, it will mean that you know all of that steeliness which Glen Torn have shown throughout this this cup run um, has got to suddenly disappear and dissipate. Um, and Balna Mallard are going to have to play as if they're. You know, kings of Mars. You know, and play absolutely out of this world. Um, I can't see it happening, uh, personally. And this is based based in fact. I'm hoping for a great day. I'm hoping for a good weather. I'm hoping that the pitch plays well. And I hope people have a fantastic day out. And I hope it's a great great game of football. Um, obviously, with uh, having a lot, quite a bit of family down in, in the Fermanagh area, you know, the romantic in me, you know, is saying, "Go on, Harry." Um, but I've got to say, you've got to admire and respect the job that Stephen has and continues to do at, at, at Crusaders and, and say, well, from the day, may the best team win. Well, thank you, David, and congratulations on your fantastic season. Stephen, greatly appreciated and uh, well done again, I've got to say, to Pete Snodden, to Kulathem, to Stephen Beacom and to Niffle for the coverage of uh, Irish League football. It has certainly lifted our profile and please may I continue, and particularly at tonight um, with the Castlereagh Glen Tour and Supporters Club. Phenomenal, phenomenal event, and to have this amount of support being generated is first class. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you, David. Uh, Korea manager Rodney McAree joins us. It's a great night, this Rodney, isn't it? Fantastic, Pete. Really enjoying it. First time I've been in the building. It's a fantastic building, and we're having a good night so far. Absolutely. It's been a bit of a, a mixed season for you. I mean, what a difference a year makes. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's been it's been difficult. It's uh, it's been a big transitional season for Korean. Um, we have had some very very good performances, and we have had some very poor performances. What we haven't done well enough is we haven't gained a little bit of momentum and we haven't kept the ball rolling as, as, as well as what we would have liked to. But listen, it's work in progress and we're, we're still remain very positive that we can finish the season very successfully. Absolutely, and um, we'll talk about the playoffs in a second. But when you get going, you get going. I mean, there's goals in that team of yours. There's goals in it. There's, a, there's, very, there's some very, very good footballers within the squad. Um, it's just getting that level of consistency all together, everybody together at the same time and, and trying to keep working at it. We've... We can make the excuses that we have had a lot of injuries, a lot of suspensions throughout the season. We have lost important players. We've lost our two first choice fullbacks and Lyndon Keane and Aaron Trainer for the whole season, more or less. Um, so it's been difficult, and you can make those excuses. But we have to, as I say, we have to we have to look at what's in front of us, and we have to try and go and achieve that. Right, playoffs then. Are you excited? Yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's the best. It's big games. Listen, and it gives us another opportunity of European football and. And it's a, it's a game that we have to look forward to. It looks likely that it could be Cliftonville, but it could, it could very much turn out to be Glentorn as well. So listen, we have to, we have to prepare properly. We'll, we'll train, we'll, we'll take every box that we need to take, and then we'll, we'll see if that's good enough. Tom, man, listen, thanks for speaking to us. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks, Pete. I'd just like to say thank you for everyone who voted, um, also for having me here tonight, and also the Casper Glentorn Supporters Club. Not just now, but um, previously. He's always looked after me. Um, and I'd just like to say thank you very much for having me here tonight again. So it's been a phenomenal night at Titanic Belfast and he's been dodging coming on our show all season, but we've got you now, Jimmy Callagher, uh, Ulster Footballer of the Year 2019. Can you put into words uh, just how you feel? I'm shocked. I wasn't expecting it. Um, when I look at the trophy now and I see the names that were previously on it, you know, it's an honour to be 
to be on the same um, trophy as them guys. You've had a phenomenal season. You've you've won the league. You've won the league cup, and you've played your part. I know um, you're very proud of, of of your clean sheets, but you've scored some goals and you've had some assists as well. Yeah, listen, as I said to you um, earlier on, the goals are the goals are nice when they come, but um, as a as a defender, you pride yourself on clean sheets and. We were lucky to do that in quite a number of times this year, so um, we try to build our success uh, through pre-season on clean, or keeping clean sheets. And we know we have the firepower with, you know, Jordan Stewart, Daniel Cairns, Michael O'Connor, Andy Waterworth, Kirk Miller. You know, the forward boys. We have the we have the firepower with them. The they always get us a goal. Uh, you have some squad to tell you that you've enjoyed writing about this man this season, haven't you, Bigo? I have to say, Pete, um, I'm so pleased for Jimmy. He is the most deserving winner of the Ulster Footballer of the Year. When you see Jimmy Callagher on the pitch, you see this competitive animal ready to die for the Linfield shirt. When you meet him and you talk to him outside of football, he's just a modest, quiet, unassuming character. And he's just a a lovely lad. I'm so pleased for his wife, Alex, and his kids, Jimmy and Alex. I've got that right, haven't I, Jimmy? You've got it right, you've got it right. Because at a moment like this, Pete, We're both family men and Jimmy's a family man as well. This means a lot to their families as well, footballers' families. And I'm so pleased because um, I know how much this will mean to Jimmy. And I just wanted to say to you, Jimmy, congratulations on a phenomenal season. And also, you mentioned the Castle Ray Glentorn Supporters Club. And this trophy is all about them. Because you were a Glentorn player. Just tell us about Castle Ray Glentorn Supporters Club and what it means to you. Because I think that's important too. No, as I say, as I said out there, um, you know they've always been good to me, and I would just like to thank them for tonight for for having me here along with the the other sponsors as well. So um, I'm just delighted to win the award, and I'm very grateful to be here. Well, listen, you've had a phenomenal season. Um, can you better it next year? Hopefully, um, you know the target is is, is to go and win the league again. Um, and fingers crossed, we can we can do that. But as I say, we'll we'll just enjoy the. The success we've had this year, and we'll, you know, we'll take a break over pre-season. We'll get ready to go for for pre-season again. Good lad. Well, let's enjoy the holiday, and then, of course, it's European football, which is, is exciting. And Champions League is brilliant. I've got to ask Jimmy when he's here. The song, thank you very much, Jimmy Callagher. Whenever you hear that, Jimmy, what do you think about? Listen, that that was just um, it was just the song that was sung, and it is what it is. Um, I'm. You know, I'm a Linfield footballer now, and, and that's that's my thing is just to play on, um, play every week and see where it takes me. We're winning games and, and see if we can get trophies. And as I say, we're, we we got the trophy this year that we set out to get, which was the league. So um, we got over the line in the end. And you know, I'd like to say as well, um, you know, congratulations to to Balamina because you know at the start of the season, no one gave them no one gave them a chance. Um, they chased, they chased, and they chased, um, and. They were very, very close at one point, um, and I think that when you go down to the games, it was really more experience that, 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 that got us over the line than maybe us being a better team. The League Cup final, they were the better team, there was no doubt about it, but again, as I said, we, we pride ourselves on, on clean sheets, and we were delighted to get to get a clean sheet that day, and we, as I said, the, the firepower up top won us it, and vice versa, probably in the league game down there. It's been a night for defenders. We should um, congratulate all the winners, Pete. Glenavon's Keelan Moran. 20 years of age, a man destined for great things. He won Young Player of the Year. And it just shows you sometimes strikers win these awards. Most of the time, strikers win these awards, to be honest. But I think it's great to see defenders winning them. I'm sure you would echo that, Jimmy. Yeah, um, he's, a great, he's, a, he's a great player. 
Um, he's he's won. To be honest, or to be honest with you, the, the three boys that were nominated, um, any one of them could have won it. Um, it was very similar to to the six that were nominated with us. Um, anyone and whoever won it would have deserved deserved to win it. They, they all had great seasons. Um, but I'm just delighted for um, I'm not, for Keenan, and I hope he can get um, his move across the water. And well done to you. You know, this has been probably the season of your life, and I just can't wait to see what you're going to do next year. No pressure. Uh, well, here, listen, I know you've dodged the media a lot of the season, but we've got you earmarked for show number one next season. How about that? <laughs> Deal. Deal. Good man. Thank uh, you there you have it. It is Thank our you. Football of the Year. Thank you. Jimmy Callagher uh, from Limfield and what a season he's had. I hope you've enjoyed the show um, this week. This has been us from the Ulster Football of the Year Awards for 2019. Thank you so much for watching, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.